thousands of years ago, they were Apollo, Zeus, Ares. Now they're Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and the other heroes and villains of DC and Marvel Comics. Let's get heroic. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the podcast for the comic book fan. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the only show, uh, the, the premier podcast in the Comics League YouTube channel where we talk about anything that has to do it with geekdom, whether that be Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Halo, what have you. So like, comment, subscribe for, for that great content. I am Jared. And I'm Lad. And so... So today, Lad and I decided we're going to talk about the Avengers because actually, when you think about it, this is actually a good time to be talking about the Avengers, seeing as though we're just essentially rebooting the Avengers in the MCU. We're getting a new lineup because of Endgame and everything. Mm-hmm. So we figured, being the channel that's supposed to initiate the uninitiated into the world of comic books, we yep. would get, give you a basic uh, background on the Avengers, including their origins and a list of all the members. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys are more prepared for that. Right. So, just so you know, in terms of in terms of uh, fame, the Avengers are Marvel's um, Justice League. In terms of actual Justice League, no, it's the Squadron Supreme. We've already done an episode on them, and the blatant ripoff of the DC universe. <laughs> in fact, yeah. that's what Heroes Reborn was for an event. It's what if. Uh, the Avengers never formed. And then the Squadron Supreme are the primary heroes. So it's essentially the DC Universe. Spider-Man becomes Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. I'm like, what? Falcon essentially becomes Robin. Kamala Khan becomes Donna Troy. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, uh, that, that's a nice way to, uh, to organize things. I've seen it. It's really good. All right. So, so the Avengers. Excuse me. All right. So the Avengers are Marvel's like premier superhero team. Wasn't always like that. Pre-MCU, it was the X-Men. Because the Avengers were not that cool back then. So that's great. That, I know it's really weird to to to, to think about being being guys that grew up with the MCU, right? Yeah, the, for the Avengers not to be like the A team. Yeah, because it, the whole reason why we have Avengers movies is because Marvel sold off the rights to X Men and Fantastic Four. Otherwise, it would have been the X Men Fantastic Four universe, and then they they'd occasionally bring in like obscure characters. Like probably right now, this is when we, we'd be actually getting the Avengers. Uh, yeah. That'd be hilarious that we're just right now is when Iron Man 1 came out instead of Shang-Chi. Yeah. All right. So, so the Avengers. So, so we're going to go with their comic book origin first before their publication origin. Actually, they can still like uh, patch this in. So I'm reading an article from Games Radar. I'm going to share my screen. So if you guys, whenever I share screens, for you audio listeners, if you want to see what I'm sharing, just go to the YouTube channel at Comics League, and you'll be fully able to check that out. All right. Well, there was, okay, so the, the Avengers came from a more pragmatic place. Stanley liked 
a huge soap opera interconnection between his heroes. Jack Kirby liked drawing extended fight scenes. Those first 1963 issues may have been planned as a neat way to formalize team-ups, but the concept was endearingly ramshackle right, in the, right from the start. The real superstars, the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man, were conspicuous by their absence. And those who did show up, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Giant Man, Wasp, were largely um, second stringers. Now, Lad, here's something interesting about that. What's interesting about this Avengers lineup? Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Giant Man, and Wasp. Uh, the prevalence of Ant-Man characters? Well, yeah, but not what I was th th thinking of. Try again. The fact that Hawkeye is not on the team? It has, it has something to do with someone not being on the team. Oh, Cap. Where's Cap? He's frozen in the ice. Really? In the comics, he was still frozen. Man, so the, yeah, that's kind of weird how they actually have like a time jump with Captain America. They actually put him into the ice, right? Yeah, they have him in the ice from World War II to now, to now, air quotes. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the Avengers are already formed. And they actually reflected this in Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, where it's basically this lineup it's actually the, this exact lineup, and then Cap comes in later. Hmm. I so see. The, the early story, by the way, if you notice, Iron Man has the gold Mark I armor. This is the old Mark II. That is very old looking. Yes. The, I think that that was the, uh, the reference they made when Tony Stark is fabricating his suit, and then he, he's looking at the color scheme. And, and then uh, Jarvis uh, shows him a, a, a mock-up for like an all-gold Iron Man suit. And then he goes, that's a little ostentatious, isn't it? <laughs> that's what that was a reference to. So uh, issue one be begins like a Thor story with the trickster god Loki fooling the Hulk into fighting his half-brother. But soon other heroes show up. The Fantastic Four make their excuses apparently deep in another case. And before long, uh, elephants are being juggled and tires thrown in a Donnybrook that shows Kirby having fun, all right, but leaves Stan little room for his precious angst. Finally, with Loki safely locked in an impregnable tank, the first issue ends with, brief, uh, with four brief panels where the gang decides to team up permanently. The wasps seemingly uh, uh, plucking their colorful and dramatic name from their tail. So yeah, Lo that's another thing the MCU did great. Loki is the one th that st started, air quotes, the Avengers. It was because of mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And what's kind of interesting, by the way, is, was this in House of M or one of you? One of the stories was Scarlet Witch. I'm pretty sure it's, um, actually, no, it is Avengers versus X-Men. They show sort of an Easter egg, kind of. It's Wanda's having a nightmare, and this is around the time that the Phoenix is showing up. So she has this nightmare where it's the Phoenix shows up against the original Avengers and vaporizes them. And when I say original Avengers, I mean this lineup and these costume Avengers. Oh. It's a dream, but it's basically her way of telling the audience stuff's about to go down. Right. So 
from there you get you get, get the typical stories and, and then the lineup started to change because um because uh thor yeah it was thor giant man and wasp left the team and then you and then th this is where you get in hawkeye uh let's see hawkeye quicksilver and scarlet witch quicksilver and scarlet witch started off on the brotherhood of evil mutants mm -hmm. then they 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 uh, rebelled against their father and then joined the avengers and once again of uh, scarlet witch and quicksilver are the group that okay in the ultimate comics you know how they did a lot of weird stuff in the ultimate comics right right this is the comic book storyline where they had Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, still brother and sister, as a couple as well. Mm, I'm that's like, weird. I'm like, who's editing these books? <laughs> yeah, like, that is kind of strange. The heck? That's like Spider-Man, like, that's like uh, the Clone Saga weird. Hmm. Actually, no, that's worse. That's Sin's past weird. And that's the one where we find out that Gwen Stacy slept with Norman Osborn. That was recently decanonized. Oh, no. That's even worse. No, yeah, it's decanonized. It didn't happen. Uh, I see. Actually, what it did, but it, it was all trickery by Mysterio. So so why 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 Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver a thing? Can someone explain? I don't know. I, I would love to give you an answer, lad, but it, it boggles my mind right now. Yeah. I'm like, what? Mm, yep. Okay, so going back to this. Oh, also, before Green Arrow, this is when you had Captain America coming back. Because at one point, because what happened was Okay, so it, it was in Avengers number four that Cap came back. And Captain America was actually not a Stan Lee creation. He was a creation by Jack Kirby. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it was Kirby and, and another guy. Uh, the name I remember specifically is Kirby. Because remember, it, he was a character that was designed to inspire us to get in, involved in World War II. Right. So at that point, so... so and then um, after World War II, they stopped publishing Captain America comics, and then he just disappeared. Then on the Avengers, they retconned it that, oh, what actually happened is he was on a rocket with Bucky. The rocket exploded. Bucky died, mm -hmm. and, then, and then Captain America was frozen in the ice. And Bucky remained dead until, like, the mid-2000s when he when he'd be brought back as the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that, that surprises me also. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was telling me this when I told him that he's like, I didn't know the Winter Soldier is that new of a of a character. Yep. Yeah, because for so long, there were a couple of characters that, under no circumstances, could ever come back in all of comics. There's like uh, Ben Parker, because mm -hmm. Spider Man, Bucky, which they kind of do that way, and Jason Todd. Yeah. Two out of three, huh? <laughs> right. All right, so you had the so and now you had the mutants, and I believe this was the first time mutants have been on the X Men. I mean X Men on the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And then you have like Giant Man comes back, who who he later comes back as as uh, I believe uh, Yellow Jacket. He changes names like so often. Yeah, he does. 
Then you have Black Panther. Our boy, our boy T'Challa. Yep. And then, okay, so when you get to the modern incarnation, that's when you have uh, in the story Avengers Disassemble by Bendis. So what this was, so before this, in the 90s, DC had done, uh, had hired Grant Morrison to write Justice League of America. And their plan with that book was to revitalize the Justice League. So Grant Morrison came in and he was like, why does the Justice League lineup suck? Why aren't our popular heroes on the Justice League? Like uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, yeah. Superman, Green Lantern, Flash, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman. Why aren't they on the team? Right. So that's why what he did is he killed off the, the, the useless characters or made them like unable to be heroes and brought in the characters he wanted. The reason why I say uh -huh. this, because this is the comics we're trying to Avengers assemble because what Bendis was doing is first off, this was the story where Scarlet Witch went crazy and killed everyone and killed people. Just so you know that. Mm -hmm. So what Bendis was doing is revitalizing the Avengers. He was like, why aren't our popular characters on here? And this is when Spider-Man and Wolverine joined the Avengers. I see. So this is 2004, I believe. Yeah. The assembled. Yeah, and this is also like when you have like Luke Cage and Spider Woman join the team. I see, and it's pretty much this team through Civil War and everything. They recently like, uh, I mean, I know under Jason Aaron in twenty, I think eighteen or nineteen, he re redid the Avengers and had like, okay, so on Jason Aaron's team, it was Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. It's always those three, Marvel's air quotes Trinity. She-Hulk this time because Hulk was in his other story and they didn't want to interfere with that. Mm. Although th this is also when we get bulky She-Hulk who only speaks like Hulk, which is stupid. Yeah. So anyway, Black Panther, who is the Lord of the Dead, which is so badass. Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider. And nice. by Ghost Rider, I mean Robbie Reyes. Okay. So that's I believe the most recent uh, team up for that. Now, and then the classic Avengers team is pre it's pretty much the same as the Ultimates. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the Ultimates are the Ultimate Avengers, if you will. They decided to change names for that one. So let's see what else. Oh, we also had, had the Vision on the team, but in Avengers Disassembled, Wanda warped reality and, turned, and made Ultron drones come out of him. That is... Because what had happened was, here's why Wanda went crazy. So she had children, but since she was with the vision, she couldn't actually, air quotes, have children. Yeah. So what she did, she created them out of reality. And then the children, it didn't work out. The kids didn't last, let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. So, and her memory was wiped of this whole experience. And then Janet Pym, Wasp, unknowing of this, like uh, mentions, oh, I'm pregnant. How are your kids? And then Wanda's like, what are you talking about? I don't have kids. And then she, and this is when, first off, her memories came back and she snapped. I can't um, snap my fingers, but, but you get the effect. Right. This is when like they kill Hawkeye. 
they kill uh they kill vision they kill ant-man scott lang really they kill lots those are some pretty prominent characters now this is pre-mcu oh oh yeah i guess you're right yeah it is pre-mcu right yeah and obviously they brought them back because no one ever dies in comic books Mm-hmm. that's the t is so that's like in a nutshell their publication history they've had some pretty good comics although it was an avengers comic that was retconned that ms marvel had sex with her own son to give birth to him that's weird avengers comics have seen uh, look this way ms marvel is like the character that has the worst background history and by worst i don't mean like like written bad which that's true also but by worst i mean like worse let me put it that way that's why i'm like you want her to be wonder woman <laughs> your version of wonder woman where you have she hulk or now you own the rights to the x-men yeah this is crazy all right so now we're gonna go to a list of the classic of the members of the x-men in other words who has been on this team? Is this comprehensive? Um, let me see. It's up through, I think, Secret Empire. Really? Yeah, it's up through Secret Empire. So it's pretty recent. I gave you the lineup for, for Jason Aaron. So combined with this list, you have the comprehensive list. Yeah, that's not too bad. All right. So first off, we have Hank Pym. Here are all of his identities. Ant-Man. Goliath, Yellow Jacket, Giant Man, The Wasp. Even The Wasp also? Man. Yes. I forgot about Goliath. <laughs> yeah. And then Wasp, Iron Man. I love how they have Iron Man slash Iron Man. I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> the Hulk, Thor, Rick Jones, who becomes A-Bomb. So this is the original lineup? The original lineup. Okay, Rick Jones, uh, honorary member. Rick Jones was essentially, think of him as their version of Jimmy Olsen. Uh, okay, okay. And he was okay. an honorary member. Rick Jones is the one, like, remember in the whole, in the Ang Lee Hulk movie, that dude that, that Bruce Banner throws out of the way when he gets doused with the radiation? Uh... Did you watch that oh, scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, now I remember, yeah. That's Rick Jones. They actually named him that in the movie. <laughs> no, they didn't. But that's what that—that's that, who that character is. That's why Bruce Banner uh -huh. became the Hulk. I see. All right. So now in the sixties, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, who was a bad guy at first. Let's not forget about that. What was he a bad guy? Oh yeah, that's right. He was the villain. Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. Scarlet Witch. Avenger X, whoever the hell that is. Join Avenger X. I'm like, okay. All right. Swordsman. Hercules. Hercules, yep. Black Panther. Vision. Yep. And yep. Black Knight, a character that we will meet in the Eternals. Hmm. So, yeah, th th they made that reference, which I think is hilarious. That, that adds a little more meaning to, like, 
uh, to that scene, the Eternals first trailer where they're arguing on who's going to lead the Avengers. Right. Because I think a few Eternals have been Avengers. I think. I know at least one has. All right. So in, in the 70s, Black Widow, Mantis, Beast, Moon Dragon, Hellcat. Hellcat is basically the best friend of She-Hulk. And I think her powers is that she's basically Batman in that sense. And, and that she has oh. no powers. Okay. Two-Gun Kid. I've never heard of this character. I feel like I've seen him before, but I don't remember. The Wizard. Basically another speedster. I remember Wizard, yeah. I thought that was a DC character, to be honest. No. Wonder Man. Wonder Man. This dude was like an actor who, who, who gained superpowers. And that was like... So in, in House of M, when Scarlet Witch rewrites reality and gives the, all the Avengers what they want, what she gives him is that he's a famous movie star. No, nice. All right. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Which are, uh, these are the honorary members during the Korvac saga, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, Alita? Uh, Aleta? I don't know who this is. Charlie 2-7. Martin X, Nikki, Starhawk, Vance Astro, and Yondu. Yondu. Yondu's huh. been in Avengers. Okay, second wave of the of the seventies. Captain Marvel, but Marvel, <laughs> the dude. Right. Ms. Marvel. Mm hmm. Falcon. Falcon. All right. Next. Joe Costa. That was the companion that Ultron built for himself but later turned against him. Tigra. All right. So Tigra is this character. She is basically a good version of Cheetah, but Marvel. I see. And I, I believe she can change between this form and the and her human form. All right, She-Hulk, Spectrum, and by Spectrum we mean Monica Rambeau. Hmm. Star Fox. By the way, Monica Rambeau is the character that everyone's hoping replaces Brie Larson. That'd be pretty interesting if that happens. Right. On the West Coast Avengers, which are an Avengers team on California, War Machine, Mockingbird, Moira Brandon, I have no idea who this is, and she's deceased, that's why, The Thing, Firebird, Moon Knight, U.S. Agent, the Human Torch. Lightning. Oh, here's one for you, lad. Madam Web. Really? Yeah. Okay, so what, what I hope is being communicated to people by this long-ass list is that every Marvel hero pretty much has been an Avenger. Right. Yeah, it seems like at this point... And that's kind of reflected in Endgame where Cap in front of that massive army goes, Avengers assemble. Mm -hmm. 
Machine Man X51 and Dark Hawk. I don't know who this is. All right. Later 1980s. Namor. I hate that guy. Ant-Man. And, we, and, and this is Scott Lang. Dr. Druid. <laughs> He's basically a magic character in a bathrobe. Marina. Who she, oh, she, she's a member of Alpha Flight, which is basically the Canadian Avengers. Nebula. Although her name is actually Ravana. Mm -hmm. Yellow Jacket. And by Yellow Jacket, we mean Rita De Mara. Demolition Man. Forgotten One, a.k.a. Gild Gilgamesh. Mr. Fantastic. Invisible Woman. And Quasar. The Great Lakes Avengers, Big Bertha, Dinosaur, Doorman. I, you know what? I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna go through the the list and just highlight people that are yeah th that are well known because this is gonna take too long. Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, <laughs> Deadpool. So he has been an Avenger. Here we go, Cersei. She's the Eternal that that was an Avenger. Oh, uh, okay. Spider-Man, Stingray. Okay, wait, wait, there you go. Wait, Sandman? Sandman, all right, yeah. Wait, is this the Sandman? He's been an Avenger? Oh, cool. I know in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, he actually had a character arc throughout the entire series where they kind of made him a hero and he was trying to learn to be better and good and he actually gets like redemption like over the course of the four seasons so I, I that's cool maybe they adapt that from the comics that's dope so none of these i really recognize except for firestar but that's just because i played ultimate alliance 2 mm -hmm. all right luke cage and this is the post disassemble team and he called us the new avengers yeah, Spider Man. I mean, actually, Spider Woman. At this point, look at who Spider Woman is. Queen Varenki, because this Spider Woman was a scroll. Oh, really? That's what you said. The leader of the scrolls, right? Yeah, Queen. She was a scroll. Uh, she was Spider Woman. Let's see. Then Wolverine, uh, the Sentry, who is basically another Marvel analog for Superman. Mm -hmm. And then Echo, who was formerly Ronin, she's, I think she's deaf, but she died. All right, Young Avengers. This is what they're trying to build with the uh, all new, all, all different people coming into the MCU. So we have Iron Lad, who is oh, Nathaniel man. Richards, slash Young Kang the Conqueror. Oh. Patriot, who is Elijah Bradley. So if you remember... Remember when Sam and and uh, Barnes go and, and visit Isaiah Bradley? Mm -hmm. The kid that answers the door, that's Patriot. Really? Yeah. Elijah Bradley. Yeah. Wow. And then Wiccan, who we saw in WandaVision, Hulking, who's not actually a Hulk, he's a Skrull. Mm-hmm. Stature, who is Cassie Lang, his daughter. 
Kate Bishop, Vision, and Speed. Okay, so let's see. Now, post-Civil War recruits, the new Avengers and Mighty Avengers are Ares, Doctor Strange, and Iron Fist. Yeah. Now, post-Secret Invasion. So now they know who the, who the bad people are. So we have the Winter Soldier, who at this point was Captain America, Spider-Woman, the, the actual Spider-Woman, Jessica Jones, Braun, who is essentially Amadeus Cho Hulk, which I love how they uh, how they tried. I, I, I just love how much um, All New All Different failed. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was like, all right, here we go. All right, so we got the heroic age recruits, which is the post like siege uh, team. Maria Hill, Speedball, who was penance that do with the inward facing spikes that I mentioned in a few of our superpowers. Sharon Carter, Ant-Man, Eric O'Grady, I don't know who that is. Valkyrie, Nova, Captain Britain, who's a mutant, by the way. Marvel Boy. Uh, Red Hulk. And Red Hulk is General Ross. <laughs> Shang-Chi. So far, so far, who's here that like most surprised you on the team? Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, because I was like, oh wait, what? I think I was surprised by Squirrel Girl. I didn't expect her to already be on the team at this point. Remember, any Marvel hero has been an Avenger. That's true. They're not very selective with who it's see, here's the thing. In DC, it's a very special honor to be a Justice Leaguer. In this, mm-hmm. oh, you're a superhero? Come on in! Right. You super villain? You can come too. <laughs> yeah. The Avengers aren't very, don't seem to be very selective on who becomes an Avenger. Yeah. By the way, yeah. fun fact. So when Jonathan Hickman did the Avengers, when I, he put Spider-Man on the team. But what I noticed is Spider-Man was a total a-hole to people. He's mm-hmm. constantly acting like he was smarter than everyone else and everything. So I was like, this is very un-Peter Parker. Until I looked at the time period this book was being written, and this was actually Superior Spider-Man. Oh, okay. So technically, Otto Octavius has been an Avenger. Yeah, he was. He's at, he, and then he actually quit the Avengers at a certain point. But yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently, X-23. Because they had the Avengers Academy series that they adapted into a mobile game that I played a lot of. It was fun. Anti-Venom, Flash Thompson has been one. At this point, everyone's been an Avenger. Yeah. Marvel Now. And by Marvel Now, we mean all new, all different Marvel. Spider-Man. Oh. And by by Spider-Man, we mean Otto Octavius. Yes. Yeah. I think that's true. Cannonball, and by Cannonball, we mean the X-Men character. Mm-hmm. Sunspot. I don't know who Manifold is. Captain Universe. Smasher, and she's a member of the Shi'ar Imperial Guard. Hyperion. Rogue. Sunfire. Don't ask about Ex Nelio and Abyss. That, that gets, that's too, too much to go into now. I will do that when I cover Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Okay. 
Nova. It's because these characters have really complicated backstories that, that for the sake of time, I this would be a four a three hour episode if I try to go into all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Young Avengers, America Chavez, Loki as a kid, and Prodigy. All right, hang on. Nick Fury Jr. And, <laughs> and this is the black Nick Fury. They actually made him his own person when they brought... His actual name is Marcus Johnson. So in other words, this is how they explain why the black Nick Fury is in the normal 616 world. Right, because, because there's also like a white Nick Fury, right? Yeah, he became the Watcher. But before he died, oh, yeah. he said, okay, you take over as Nick Fury for me. He's like, you're cooler, Samuel Jackson. Take over. <laughs> yeah. Agent Coulson. Here's one that'll surprise you, lad. Taskmaster. Really? Because he was responsible for, for training the Avengers uh, Academy. Hmm. This is why I said when, uh, when the writer of Black Widow said she couldn't figure out um, how to put the actual Taskmaster in the movie. In other words, she was creatively bankrupt. This is why I said, just have him be an instructor. Right. That's it. This is the same person that when she was writing WandaVision, she basically set up Mephisto and then said, who's Mephisto? Mm. Really annoying. You also have artificial intelligence. Uh, Avengers, and then we have Mighty Avengers, which is Blade Bloom. I'm just, I'm just going through this right at this point right now. Uh, all new, all different Marvel recruits. Human Torch. I know who. I don't know who Synapse is. Songbird. I know who she, who that is. Jane Foster, Thor, Ms. Marvel, by Kamala Khan is Marvel. Miles Morales, Cable, and Wasp. And then Marvel Now 2016 recruits were, I'm skipping this. Fresh start, okay. Non-member Avengers, okay. The following members were never officially listed, but worked with the team, uh, on teams bearing their names. Here's some interesting people that have worked on teams bearing Avengers names. Are you ready? All right. And these are characters that have fought for good for some reason. And a few of these obviously was temporary. So Enchantress, Mystique, uh, Sabretooth. You're ready for this one? Cletus Cassidy. Why have I heard that name before? Isn't that Carnage? Carnage? Ca- yeah. Carnage? In other words, these are the people that have teamed up w- with the Avengers at some point. I see. Absorbing Man, Jack-O-Lantern, Hobgoblin, Victor Von Doom and Magneto. Mm. Now here are the Dark Avengers. So what, what had happened was after Civil War, actually after Secret um, Invasion, Norman Osborn was named head of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then he, he basically shut it down and created um, Hammer. So what he did also is, is he created his own version of the Avengers. And this is where, this is the first appearance of the Iron Patriot suit because he decided, okay, so we need a Captain America but we also need an Iron Man. So I'll just combine them and I'll be the Iron Patriot. And this is the origin of the Iron Patriot suit. And then what he did is he took supervillains and turned them into, into outward version of superheroes. Like he had Bullseye being Hawkeye. Venom being Spider-Man. 
what they did is they injected venom, and this was Matt Gargan, um, with a serum that basically reverted venom into like the black suit Spider-Man design, in other words. In other words, instead of him being this, this monster with teeth, he looked like just Spider-Man wearing the suit. And then uh, Dakin, who is Wolverine's son, and then Harry Osborn. And then there were a few other characters. On the Hydra Avengers team, Black Ant. I don't know who Black Ant is. Chathon. Oh, Cathone. This is the being that was demonically possessing Scarlet Witch. Right, that's a lot of demonic possession. Yeah. And then Superior Octopus, which is Otto Octavius. He's in that cool... Um, yeah. Superior Spider-Man looking suit that's like yellow and green. Mm -hmm. So, those are the Avengers. What do you think, lad? Share your thoughts. Yeah. yeah we were, I think it's kind of interesting for us to break down the like comprehensive list. There really is comics. You know, they have that varies all the time because in the movies we're used to a small group of characters so they show it to us you know the avengers the core six then we have some extra characters and sometimes they throw everyone on the avengers but in the comics they have to release what six or 12 comics a year and so they can only oh, keep a certain oh, couple of try like 30 around. a month 30 a month or something like that right it's a big popular line so every like two or three years, they're going to want to change the roster up, and they just put on many characters to just highlight them, you know, to give them exposure, like Squirrel Girl or, you know, other characters just randomly thrown on the Avengers. Uh, so it makes sense The in the comics, it's going to be way more diverse. Yeah. Way more diverse is a little understating it, bro. It's every Marvel hero! Yeah. I'm like, geez, guys, what were you? See, here's the thing. I get they want to have everyone to be able to have an Avenger to look up to. I get that. And mm -hmm. I love that motivation. It's just, once again, it takes away the specialness of the Avengers. Because remember, Avengers are supposed to be this world's Justice League. They're premier superhero team. But if right. it looks like any superhero is on that team, it, it takes away from the elite nature of that team that's why i love the justice league more besides the fact that i'm a dc junkie it's because the justice league are very selective on who gets to be in their team mm -hmm. i mean remember in jlu they kicked huntress out for uh, i think it was for like lying or something like that really didn't they kick huntress out for some reason i i don't I, remember that actually I believe they, they uh, removed Huntress from the team. Huntress removed from Justice League. Yeah, times a superhero got fired from the Justice League. There are apparently multiple times, 15 times as a matter of fact. Let's go oh. through that real quick. Batman was fired because of the Hull Tower Babel incident where he had the... Uh, the protocol is to kill each member of the Justice League. What's wrong with that? Because what happened was, so when the Justice League was 
trying him, if you will. They were kind of having uh, like a meeting to like decide what to do about Batman. And what they were saying is, okay, so they were, they were saying, look, Batman, do you have anything to do to say to defend yourself? He's like, I don't have to defend myself. You're the most powerful people in the world. I'm sorry if I was a little cautious. I'm out. So he actually quit. Oh, okay. Huntress animated. Here we go. The episode Double Date unfolds in which both Helena Bertinelli's quest for revenge and a budding romance between her and, and question. However, Huntress's termination from the League arises at the start of the episode when a failed assassination attempt by Helena on Steve Mandragora, a mobster responsible for the deaths of her parents, is revealed to be a setup. Seeing that Huntress is willing to kill, Martian Manhunter has uh, the mobster placed in protective custody and tells her that a murderous desires means she can't be a Justice League member. That's why Fair she enough. was willing to kill a oh, man. If she were in, if she were in the Snyderverse, guess what they would say? Come on in. We kill people all the time. Have you seen Steppenwolf? Yeah, exactly. All right, another person, Snapper Carr. Who's that? So remember JLU, the news reporter who's always saying, "This is Snapper Carr bringing you a ground breaking report." Ooh. He was so Snapper Carr is basically the DC, the Justice League's version of uh, of Rick Jones, and that he's like their mascot guy. He's the one who who takes all the team photos. But anyway, all right, all right. Um, Lobo. Lobo was fired, and there was that because remember there was the Justice League episode where he joins after superman dies dies air quotes but, but this is the one where superman gets hit by that blast from toy man and is sent into the future oh, and, okay. and everyone thinks superman died but he actually get, gets like sent to the future and then lobo shows up and goes i hear you have an empty seat in the middle <laughs> of superman's wake wow all right barry allen how do you get kicked off the team he is the team the Justice League deliberated, deliberates on Alan Faye as a league member and are, and are venally split, leaving Superman as a tiebreaker. The series stretched out Superman's answer over three issues, building suspense, before ultimately revealing that while Alan wasn't technically terminated from the league due to extenuating circumstances, he oh, the act of taking a life put him on a probationary period. So he actually killed someone. Whoa. The Justice League Antarctica? What? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm skipping that one. Wonder Woman for killing Maxwell Lord. Mm. I swear, arguably out of character, by the way, everyone turned their backs on Wonder Woman when she killed someone. Superman, uh, Batman, even though Maxwell Lord was mind-controlling uh, Superman and under the lasso of truth, Wonder Woman asked him, okay, so what am I going to have to do to get you to release uh, Superman? And he goes, kill me. That's it. I'm not, I'm not going to stop. And then she just snapped his neck. Man. And then Batman and Superman completely like diss her. And I'm like, he had control of Superman. I think this is the one time when you can bend your rule. Oh, no. You can't compromise. Captain Adam, Blue Beetle, and Ice. Atomica. So this is an, extenuate, this is an interesting circumstance because what had happened originally was we thought that, okay, so th they replaced the atom with um, 
with uh, with a girl and named her Atomica. Okay, that's cool. That was a new 52 thing. Actually, no, she's the Earth 3 Adam that came here via a portal and has been posing as a Justice League member and leaking information to the Earth 3 Alfred, who is preparing to bring the crime syndicate to Earth. And this was all revealed in the Trinity War storyline. Hmm. Martian Manhunter was removed. Uh, oh, he secretly disguised himself to interact with various League members and keep detailed notes, not just on their weaknesses, but their personal lives. Okay, that is kind of creepy. Guy Gardner. Well, he's the guy that that Batman sucker punched in the face. Yeah. Huntress again, actually in the storyline. Uh, Hawkgirl, and we saw that in the Star-Crossed arc. And pretty much everyone... <laughs> Every single one. After mm -hmm. the satellite is destroyed due to the inability of current members to tear themselves away from, from their personal crises in Justice League Annual Number 2, an outrage Aquaman uses his power as an original charter member to disband the, the current league. Only elongated man, Martian Manhunter, and Zatanna, a.k.a. the people who couldn't carry their own books, yeah. and a new Justice League was formed, changing the course of DC Comics forever. Yeah, that's interesting. All, all these characters that have been fired from the Justice League. But anyway, that's my point. They fire characters who don't like align with their values. In the Avengers, they're like, oh, we're good. I mean, they just yeah. kind of fire Scarlet Witch. But let me put it this way. It's harder to get into the Justice League than it is in the Avengers. Remember, they practically offered Spider-Man the role from a first meeting but he said no because i want to be the friendly neighborhood spider-man right what good is being the friendly neighborhood spider-man there's no neighborhood yeah. wasn't that, that the line and then this is after they tease the uh the iron spider suit i don't know about you but if i were peter parker at that moment as soon as the iron spider suit came up i would have been like but the avengers do do protect the world and that's one big neighborhood so I guess I could be an Avenger. Don't worry, lad. What do you think about the fact? Could be. So, lad, what do you think about the fact about? Yeah, like, I mean, it's... I'm sorry. What do you think of the idea that, like, apparently every Marvel character is an Avenger? It seems kind of odd. It's fine. It makes it for a dramatic moment. Because they're not rain normally, so. Dramatic moment? We talk about dramatic moments. Well, for, for like a big action scene or like maybe like a. Well, yeah, the end game moment. battle, yeah. Like end game or like maybe a, I don't know, an end to a run in an Avengers series. You have many heroes. But on like a normal everyday movie, or you know comic book of avengers i think there's only like six or you know mm -hmm. maybe 10 avengers on the team at any given time but and here here's the problem here's the problem with marvel in general i'm just going to go on an anti-marvel rant so whatever yeah. because this is actually relevant so not only is everyone an avenger but everyone's in new york city to the point where it seems kind of odd 
that when Spider-Man is swinging through through the city in the background, you don't see like one superhero flying by. Yeah, that's That's true. the problem. That's why DC uh, has each of the superheroes in their own areas because it's like you don't expect to see Superman in, in Gotham. Right. Where it, if it's in like New York City, it's like, okay, everyone's here. Yeah. That's true. It just seems kind of odd to me. Yeah. What so, do you think? Yeah, I, I guess I that that I mean that's fair. That's fair enough. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. So what, what what were you gonna say, lad? Oh, I was gonna ask like from what yeah from what you've read, what's some of your like favorite Avengers storylines? Oh man, there was a lot because Avengers actually have some really kick-ass storylines. Number one would probably be Siege. Because I've mentioned that story. It's a college textbook, the edition I have. Yeah. And it is one of the most epic storylines ever where the Avengers go to war with the Dark Avengers and kick their asses as the Dark Avengers go to war with freaking Asgard. Right. That is that was a really good storyline. And you have that awesome scene where they're fighting the sentry, and Iron Man's like, "We're getting a bigger, a, we're gonna need a bigger boat." So he hacks into the helicarrier and crashes it into the sentry. Man. So it was that. I really like Secret Invasion because there was this scene where the Avengers uh, are, are like going to. They, they find like, like this crashed scroll ship. And they open it up, and it's them. It's like the scrolls that disguises the Avengers, but it's the Avengers in their classic costumes from when they first showed up. Right. So it's like old versus new. Let's see what other Avengers storylines do I like? I'm uh, I'm just leaning over to look at my books real quick. Uh, hang on one sec. Yeah, that sounds fine. Oh, let's I not forget Civil War. Civil War. I mean, Civil War is an great comic i think civil war ranks really highly but you said siege is really great if you i mean you've shown me siege and we've covered it on the channel before yeah siege is oh amazing but yeah civil war i like because there's this fantastic spider-man moment where this is when spider-man reveals his secret identity and then and then J. Jonah jameson as soon as he sees his peter parker just faints they're like are you right. okay sir yeah that was just great of the storylines we've covered or of the storylines that we're familiar with, what are your favorites? Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of storylines, Civil War is really great. That that one obviously really you know ranks highly there. Oh man. Obviously, you know, like Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity stone saga whatever you want to call it they were called gems back then the infinity gems yes the infinity gems that was that's a really cool storyline like the the original comic and then also adapted into the movies also really really interesting Uh, what else i'm trying to remember stuff that has to do with ultron i really loved it when the avengers deal with ultron the movie wasn't as great of it but when i've seen adaptations in like tv shows that like you know general premise where Ultron. Oh, dude, the Age of Ultron comic book is way better than the movie. Oh my I, gosh! 
Mm-hmm. We did a whole episode about how they wasted Ultron, but yeah. Now, here's a question. Which of the Avengers movies was your favorite? Ooh. Favorite Avengers movie. It's a tie between the first one and Endgame. Here's why. The first one, because we had never seen it before, and it was like the newest thing. We'd never seen all these superheroes in one spot. Normally, right. we just had the single movies, but now it's like, no, there's a team. And Endgame, uh, actually, I'll, I'm going to do this. Endgame plus uh, Infinity War plus Endgame, because really, you can th think of them as telling as one movie that, that hmm. that's like Zack Snyder length. But because I liked, I liked first off the Avengers at their lowest moment, because then you see these guys are actually heroes because they, they go, no, we're not giving up. We have a way to undo this. And then of course we have Avengers Endgame, which is basically like MCU Easter egg, the movie. Mm -hmm. I, just, I love that, those movies. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the original Avengers will always have like, will always rank highly for me because it's just you know the it was the first Marvel movie I went to go see in theaters and it was really incredible just seeing all the characters together, just a big hero lineup that was incredible. You know, uh, you know I really enjoyed endgame but i think i like infinity war more in terms of what like really in terms of like the action and the you know the the fight scenes that happened like iron man versus thanos that movie was really great and the conclusion of infinity war with everyone dying was a really big dramatic moment when we watched in the theater together the crowd reaction was insane for that i like, really wait, what? those moments yeah but okay there's one thing so, but remember, Endgame has the scene of Captain America wielding Mjolnir. I know, I know, I know. I really, I really love Endgame also, but I think Infinity War was, was really hype also. I I'll don't give know. you that. That scene yeah. where Thor comes back through the Bifrost and shows up in Wakanda and starts whacking people with the axe, that was great. And then he meets, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Right, yeah. I, I see you copied my beard. Yeah, I copied that my style. So, that was so good. And I love just... Okay, what was your favorite scene from the Avengers movies? Okay, that's a good question. Ranking favorite scenes. There's like... <laughs> so My number one like, favorite is Cap wielding the hammer. If you just right. get followed closely by Avengers Assemble in that massive battle. Right. The reason yeah, why I Cap marked the hammer first is because... That is just such a significant moment for a Captain America fan, particularly since they've been teasing it since Age of Ultron. And then it contextualizes that he was always worthy. He was just playing with Thor. The Okay, lad froze, but it's okay. We'll keep talking. But yeah, it's like he's swinging the hammer. He's kicking Thanos' ass. It was so dope. I'm just going to let Lad know that he froze. Technical di difficulties, folks. It happens. So anyway. So, yeah, I like that one. It's the hammer, Avengers Assembled. I enjoyed the... And then third would have to be that scene in Avengers 2. I mean, Avengers 1, because Avengers 2, I didn't really like that much. Where it's like they first... 
assemble for the first time. Hulk goes, I'm always angry, and then punches the, the Leviathan snake thing. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I think Lad's phone died or something like that, or his internet died. But anyway, where Hulk punches the um, the uh, space snake thing, and, and then uh, all the Avengers assemble, and they're in that circle shot. I was like, oh, this is so great. I like this a lot. I definitely like this a lot. And uh, so let's see. So my problems with Avengers 2. No, I think this is a good, uh, a light comes back on, but all right. So number one, they wasted the villain. And Marvel has this problem. Oh, here he is. He's back, I think. Well, anyway, he's coming back. But anyway, so my problem, I think Zoom's giving me issues, my problem with Avengers 2 is that they, number one, they wasted the villain. They didn't have to do that. I'm just going to, I'll restart my camera, bring it back. All right. All right. There's Lad. Are you there? Okay. While Lad reconnects. So the problem with Avengers 2 is that, is that they wasted Ultron. I'm sure Lad will agree with me on this one. Okay. So, uh, so, so to, to get you caught up, Lad, before your internet like died, is yeah, so my third favorite scene is the circle shot in Avengers one after Hulk goes, I'm always angry and punches that snake. Cause that was the moment when you were like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So, and then, so tell me your uh, f favorite scenes from the Avengers movies. Favorite scenes. I, when I kind of, some of my favorite scenes are actually just like when they're not even fighting, when they're just like talking and yeah, discussing stuff and stuff. I love the party scene in Age of Ultron. That was great. Where they're just hanging out, you know, having fun after a successful mission, you know, that, that was, that was great. The Stanley cameo where he goes, this, this drink is not for mortal men. Neither was Omaha Beach. Serve them up, Blondie. Excelsior. Yes. Oh man, great. I love that. It's such, such a great moment there. Uh, I love seeing, I love seeing Ant Man's reaction to any of the Avengers. Every single time Ant Man interacts yes! with the Avengers, is so such funny. A, by the way, we're gonna count Captain America three as an Avengers movie because that's what it was. Okay, right? Yeah. So anyway, so good. Go, go back. One of my favorite scenes in Avengers 2 is when they're talking about how, how can we trust Vision? He just hands Thor Mjolnir. He's like, okay, let's right. go. And then Thor's like, well, I'm going with this guy. Yeah, he's worthy. That was, and everyone's like staring. I'm like, um... Oh, man. Let's see. I really love... <laughs> I, I Like I was saying, Ant-Man's I Ant-Man and Tony Stark when they talk is so funny because like Tony Stark doesn't even like know who Ant-Man is. He's like some random person that they brought up. And remember yeah. in, what was it in Endgame when Ant-Man's trying to explain to Tony that he has the idea to create a time machine? Tony's like, please tell me that your plan is not based on Back to the Future <laughs> to get the Infinity Stones. <laughs> and then and then I'm they explain everything about uh, about a time travel. A Hulk has a time travel explanation, and then uh, and then Ant Man goes, "So Back to the Future was bullshit, right?" 
<laughs> I'll say my favorite scene, one of my favorite lines in Avengers Endgame is when Tony first notices Rocket and he goes, I swear, for until this moment, I thought you were a Build-A-Bear. Right. Yes. That was so great. Oh, man. Yes, yes, yes. Seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy meet the Avengers was also really fun. Just like when... <laughs> Why is Gamora? Who is Gamora? All that. <laughs> Why is Gamora? Yeah. I love where, where they're coming up with a plan on how to fight Thanos. And then Star-Lord's like, I like your plan, except it sucked. Now let me come up with a plan so it might be really good. Right. And then the background, it's like Drax and, uh, and, uh, and the girls with the uh, Mantis are not even paying attention mantis is jumping up and down and everything right. it's like uh, and, and then iron man's like what the hell is wrong with you people man i think and those are like some of the fun ones but I, in terms of like action i always in avengers infinity war iron man versus thanos fight scene on uh dope. we throws the planet at, at iron man right i just i loved his suit in that movie where it was the first time we saw like the morphing and switching yeah, around that fight scene was incredible because like he actually held up pretty well and actually got a few hits on Thanos and seeing like all like little like pieces of his suit kind of trying to regrow so he can just survive as long as he can and he's like like his legs are not even covered anymore because he's trying to just protect his face mm -hmm. and you create weapons and that was like i love that that was so great i thought that was when uh, when i first when i was seeing this movie in theaters i thought that was going to be tony stark's death because mm -hmm. if, if thanos stabs him in the gut right yeah i thought that okay was, he's gonna kill him that was really dramatic i was really scared i thought he was dead there yeah that was intense yeah I, I agree with the Thanos fight was pretty dope. I also love the beginning of the Wakanda fight because when they finally charge at those uh, creatures, Captain America and Black Panther are enhanced. So they're like running so far ahead of the pack. Yeah. Yes. And then I love where, where, uh, where after Thor shows up with Rocket and Groot, Groot goes to the Winter Soldier and goes, how much for that arm? Yes. That was... And then, uh, and, and then the Winter Soldier is like spinning with, uh, with a machine gun and rocket, and they're firing. Yes, that good, good, good plan. Spinning. That's right, spinning. That's a good trick. Right. So I, I was actually looking up a few cameo characters, and I just found out. I didn't even know this. There's a character that was in the Avengers Endgame final battle scene. That's I take a guess. Yeah, take was it a guess. Howard the Duck. It was Howard the Duck. Yeah, was, you see him for like a frame when yes. the Ravagers are walking out. He has a big ass gun. Yes, I did not know that Howard the Duck was <laughs> in the Avengers lineup because he was in Guardians two. He was right. talking to someone on the couch. That's right. Yeah. So I guess Howard the Duck is an Avenger in MCU. Fun fact: <laughs> It was in a Howard the Duck, the Duck comic that Gwenpool first showed up. That's true. That's true. But yeah, that was great. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell is up with this duck person?" I, I that that's crazy. That is that was a really niche one. I just really did not know about. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to do. Oh, 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 but uh, definitely mark your calendars, folks, because we're going to do another tri trivia night. Except this time, I'll also grab on Mitch because he knows a lot about comics too. So we'll 
we'll quiz each other or, or we'll play a, a Jeopardy game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just uh, another reason to subscribe to this YouTube channel, Comics League. Oh, and by the way, uh, I, I know I should have said this in the beginning, but I just remembered it. We have an email address now. So if you guys want to reach out to us, give us feedback, to tell us what type of topics you would like to see, what type of stories you'd like to see, just email us at, I believe it's comicsleague2020 at gmail.com. Again, comicsleague2020 at gmail.com. That, uh, I'll put it in the episode description of the audio and YouTube podcast so you guys can find that. And then once again, reach out to us and uh, we try to respond to everyone. And, and the website's coming up soon. So anyway, all right. Now, since we're counting Civil War as an Avengers movie, what was your favorite scene from Civil War? Civil War. My, oh, favorite, was the, my favorite was the airport fight purely because it's like, okay, so you're saying you're fighting, uh, that the whole point of the Sokovia Accords is to avoid like collateral damage and like property damage. You're destroying an airport. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, is she that, just hosing down a plane with his mini guns? The Civil War uh, airport scene is really great. Plus, it was the debut uh, of Spider-Man. Right. I love I love some of the fights in that, especially like the final fight of uh, Cap versus Iron Man was intense because Iron Man was actually like it pissed off big time. Like that felt really dramatic. That that was actually a really big like emotional moment there, seeing like you know, a big part of Tony's past play into this here and seeing where Steve kind of kept the secret about it. No, he kind of knew a little bit about it. So really seeing that fallout there was really awesome. By the way, this scene from Civil War where this happens right here, that's a recreation from a civil, a famous Civil War cover. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Let me see. It's a, it's a very, it's like the iconic image of Civil War. And I think it's on the cover of, yeah, it is. It's on the cover of my comic. It is, mm-hmm. hang on, I'm trying to get, get a good image of it real quick. Um, oh, he, here it is. All right, share screen. Here's the image right here. You see? Oh, yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, and I feel like what's kind of funny about Avengers, uh, Avengers Civil War is that, and then it has been classified as set up the movie because it's like, it's, it's supposed to, to set up like the next phase of movie. Right. Like the Avengers are broken up. That's why they're not united when Thanos comes to earth. Right. The Civil War did incredible things. Civil War, uh, change the tone of the entire mcu moving forward you know really set the stage for how phase three was going to look like yeah although i kind of wish they had done civil war now instead of then because then look at all the characters we have that we didn't have back then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just imagine we could have conceivably had the x-men show up yeah but I'll take it where where we got. I'll, I'll, I'll take what we got. We also had the, the debut of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Respect, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so, so yeah, those are our favorite Avengers moments in movies. I think that's a good place to leave it. 
Once again, we have an email address. You can drop it. Uh, I'll put it in the description of both the, the audio and the video podcast. Where you can send us emails about pretty much anything from characters you want to see, from feedback on the show. If you like the particular episode, you want to do more of that. And like any interesting guests you want us to have back on the show, like Mitch or Tyler. Um, any particular movies you guys would like more information on. Or if you just want us to send us an email and tell us we're doing a good job, per- perfectly fine. We'll put it in there. Once again, and once again, comicsleague2020 at gmail.com. And we will, again, drop that in there. The website is incoming. It will be done probably by the end of either this month or next month. And Lat, always a pleasure talking about the Avengers. Yeah. The second best comic book superhero team. Yes, I will go there. Justice League is still number one. Yeah. so all right once again have a good weekend everyone and we will see you next week uh stay work everyone bye-bye see ya